grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Certain things are so unexpected that they would not catch us by surprise. So, for example, if we were to go through a winter with no snow, that would be unexpected. If we were to go through a peaceful, conflict-free election season, that would be obviously unexpected. If the Detroit Lions were to truly be Super Bowl contenders, that would be unexpected. Skip, you're here, right? That's for you. Hey, who knows? Maybe it'll happen. Our text today from Matthew chapter 15 gives us something completely unexpected, but I have to set the context for you so you know just how unexpected and unlikely it is. A Canaanite woman cries out to Jesus, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. Now, it could be understood if you didn't keep straight all these different peoples that appear throughout the Bible in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Canaanites and Philistines, Jebusites, Samaritans, all sorts of different people. You might not know exactly who they are. Jesus often encounters Samaritan people. And they are people that were likewise, like the people, the Jews, the people of Judah, Judea, they had their roots in the children of Abraham. They were descendants of Jacob, the father of the nation of Israel. They were a people that had throughout history been scattered all throughout the ancient world. And so they knew something about their heritage as God's people, but they were divided with their so-called brothers and sisters, the people of Judea, the Jews. The Canaanites are as distinct from being the people of God as any people you can imagine. The Canaanites, their conflict with the people of God, the children of Abraham, that conflict goes all the way back before Abraham to the time of Noah. Noah had three sons, and their descendants would become the people that populated the earth Canaan was descended from one son, Ham, and the Israelites were descended from another son, Shem. And there was a curse that was pronounced on Ham's sons upon Canaan back at the time right after the flood. They were a cursed people. And when the Israelites went to take over the promised land, God had commanded Israel to completely destroy and wipe out the Canaanites. Israel disobeyed. The Canaanites were a wicked, ungodly people, worshiping false idols, engaging in all the most brutal, horrific practices a people can have. 
Israel was to destroy them. Israel did not. And so from the very beginning of the Israelites entering the promised land, Israel and Canaan were at conflict. The idea that a Canaanite woman would call Jesus the son of David is completely unlikely and unexpected. How would she even know to call him that? David, of course, was the greatest king of Israel to that point, and the Messiah of Israel was going to be the son of David, one descended from David's line. That line had nothing to do with the Canaanites. She had no reason to know to call Jesus that. And Matthew never tells us how she does. But she doesn't just call him the son of David. Even more than that. She says, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. She calls on this son of David, Jesus Christ, to have mercy on her. How does she even know such a thing? The reaction of Jesus to this Canaanite woman is rather unexpected as well. The disciples cry out, send her away, she's crying out after us. And Jesus says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. And she persists after him. Lord, help me. And he tells her, it's not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. Jesus calls this Canaanite woman a dog. It's not the warm and fuzzy, fluffy Jesus you're used to, is it? It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. He is the Savior of Israel, sent from Israel, for Israel. Who is this Canaanite woman to ask for mercy from the son in David? How should she even know that's who he is? It's not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She said, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. This Israelite king, Jesus Christ, this Israelite savior who comes to rescue the sons and daughters of Abraham, this woman would be content to be a dog in that kingdom, to have the crumbs that fall upon the floor. This woman, this Canaanite woman, this unlikely, the most unlikeliest of people to call upon Jesus Christ for mercy, knows she doesn't need to be one of the children of Israel. She'll settle for crumbs. And she knows that will be enough to heal her daughter. O oh, woman, 
great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. You see, Jesus teaches us here what is truly the substance of God's kingdom. A message that the Jews, by and large, missed when Jesus came to them. The kingdom of God is about receiving mercy from the son of David. We hear Paul reiterate that for us in our epistle for today from Romans chapter 11. How the Jews, so many of them were consigned to being lost because they rejected Jesus the Messiah, the son of David. And Paul longed for their conversion, longed for them to seek mercy from this son of David. But apart from seeking mercy from Jesus Christ, there's no place for you in this kingdom. There's no place for you where Jesus is the king if you aren't seeking mercy from him. It ultimately doesn't matter what your lineage is, your genealogy, who you're descended from. Your good works don't matter. Your own self-righteousness doesn't matter. Your own personal favorite interpretation of God's word does not matter. The question is, do you seek mercy from the son of David? Because that is who truly belongs to God's Israel. Those who receive mercy from David's son and David's Lord. You know, St. Paul himself was another one of those unlikely converts. You remember the story of Paul, right? That he had been a Pharisee, that he had persecuted the Christians arranged for them to be tortured and put to death. And then all of a sudden, after encountering the risen Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus, he becomes an apostle. Another unlikely, unexpected servant who was shown mercy by the son of David. You see, in this kingdom, dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, The quality that every child of Abraham, either by birth or adopted in the family, the one thing they all share in common is they have been shown mercy by Jesus. His blood is for them. They are forgiven and they are redeemed. You may have been at a point in your life or maybe at a point right now where you consider yourself unfit for the kingdom of God or you have judged someone else unfit for the kingdom of God. But dear brothers and sisters, our Lord Jesus, the son of David, reminds us this morning that in this kingdom, those who belong to it are those who seek and receive mercy from him. Those who find forgiveness of sins and the promise of eternal life that is completely undeserved but is a gift of the love of God 
for all who receive it. When the people of God gather here as we do each and every Sunday morning and we confess that we are but poor, miserable sinners. What we are doing is actually confessing our own unlikeliness to be a part of God's kingdom. But the mark of that kingdom is the mercy that is shown on all who belong to it. And our God, our Father, and our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of David, dear brothers and sisters, have had mercy on you. You are loved, you are forgiven, you are redeemed. Not because of how long you've belonged to the church or what family you've come from, not because of the size of your tithe or because of the greatness of your works or how many people you've invited to come on a Sunday morning, not because of any reasons you could concoct for yourself, all out of love. Mercy. Undeserved. You cannot buy it. You cannot earn it. It is not an entitlement. It is the gift of Israel's Messiah, the Son of David, to have mercy on you. That is the God we are to seek. That is the God we find every time we look for mercy. In this kingdom, whether you are born of the sons of Abraham, which I don't think many of us are, perhaps none of us, or adopted into the family through Christ, those who are sons and daughters of the kingdom are those who find mercy in Jesus Christ. And I don't know what it is you are looking for in life on this day. We come week in and week out with different preoccupations and things on our mind. Problems we want to hand over to God and receive his help, receive his deliverance, receive his favor. But above all things, God's children seek mercy. They seek forgiveness and eternal life and salvation and all the things that come out of that mercy. And no matter how undeserving you have judged yourself of God's mercy, that is the most beautiful, unexpected thing of all. He will not fail to be merciful to sinners. He will not fail to forgive. He will not fail to pour out his love. God grant each of you, my dear brothers and sisters, hearts that expect the unexpected from Jesus. Mercy in abundance. Mercy that never runs out. Mercy for you always. Amen.
The peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.